Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, so today's episode is a bit of a different one. We're going to be actually talking about steps. Okay, we're going to be talking about 10,000 steps as a strategy, which is a strategy you probably have heard about in the past and wondered, is that really what I should be doing? Should I be walking 10,000 steps? You know, is that what's going to get me my weight loss? Is that what's going to get me healthy? Is that enough? Well, I'm going to preface this all by saying that obviously I'm not a exercise physiologist. This is just me basing this on the the research and the science behind it, and just to give my perspective on this and compare it to kind of the practical terms in terms of what people can actually do physical activity-wise, some of the limitations, and what actually has been shown to potentially be of a better strategy. But let's go into the 10,000-step strategy. What it? What is it, basically? What is the 10,000-step strategy? Quite simply, it's you walk 10,000 steps a day as a baseline level of exercise for health, longevity, and weight loss. That's kind of the, the basis of it and the recommendation that has been around. But here's an interesting fact, okay? And this is uh, from uh, reading a piece by uh, one, of my, one of the people who I uh, tr- truly like to follow, which is Alan Aragon, okay? So he actually did a piece, and this is where I learned about the truth behind the 10,000-step strategy. And it's actually that it's not rooted in science, so where did it come from? Where did this 10,000-step strategy come from? It's actually, it's actually quite funny and interesting when you actually look at it. So it came from a pedometer company back in the 1960s in Japan, and they had a slogan that basically translated to a 10,000-step meter for their pedometer as like a, like a marketing tool. And that's where it kind of came about. And it wasn't until years later, I think in 2001, where at a conference this was revealed. So it's interesting that we've used something that was originally based on the slogan We've used that now to kind of say as a universal rule, this is what you should be doing. So in some ways, you can kind of think that it's kind of like odd that that's what we're doing. They're using it as a universal goal, but it is what it is. And that's what we're going to target today, see if there's actually any validity to it. Is it actually good to do or is there something else you should be doing instead? So let's get into it. So is it a good measure? Let's first cover that. Is it actually a good, a good measure of if someone's doing enough activity? Well, the truth of the matter is that when you actually translate for the average person what 10,000 steps is, it's about 5,000 miles, okay? That's, that's just the, the thing that I'm going to go here. I'll calculate it here for kilometers for us Aussies. So 5,000 miles to kilometers. Probably hear me typing there. Okay, let's see. So it's about 8,000. 8,000 kilometers is what 10,000 steps are. So think about it, 8,000 kilometers. That's, that's a decent amount to be walking. Okay. Now, there are people obviously that do 10,000 steps easily because of the type of work they do or they just love going for walks or hikes. Hikes are a classic example where you could, probably, you could probably hit this easily. But as a strategy for every day, 10,000 steps, is it viable for everyone? Well, it actually may exclude certain individuals, the elderly, the injured, the disabled. Okay, So we can't be expecting everyone to just be universally going, yep, yeah, this is, this is going to be viable for every single person. There are nuances to this. Now, obviously, if you are specifically in a case where you feel you might be limited for physical activity, even as an athlete, maybe you're going through an injury, please speak to an exercise physiologist and a 
and an actual dedicated exercise team to help you out with this. I'm a sports dietitian. I'm just looking at this more from the lens of what is a viable solution, okay? So it's kind of also got considerations for busy lives. I mean, think about it. If you're working a nine to five or even longer, if you're working in your own business or whatever it may be, and you're an athlete and you're, and let's say you're, you're doing trainings and all this sort of stuff, now how are you going to get 10,000 steps in around all that? It's probably not logistically viable, is it? Because around busy lives, 8,000 every day, it's probably not a viable solution for you potentially. So already we can see there are some limitations to the 10,000 step strategy, even though on paper, doing more walking and walking 10,000 steps is not necessarily a bad thing. And it could actually be good for certain individuals. It just, you got to look at it that it might not be a good universal rule, generally speaking. So you've got to consider your own circumstances when you look at this. Now, with that in mind, let's now go into some general current physical activity guidelines to consider. And then we're going to compare it to the 10,000 step strategy to see how viable it may be actually in real life. So the general physical activity guidelines, which, you know, there are limitations to it. I'm not a huge fan of using guidelines for general prescription, especially that's why with clients, I use, I, every time I do nutrition, I don't base on just the nutrition guidelines. I use that just as a, as a tool potentially, but the same you should be doing for physical activity. So they say at least 150 to 300 minutes of moderate intensity per week activity or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous activity or some kind of combination of those. Now, brisk walking, so brisk walking, not leisurely kind of just kind of strolling around walking. So actual brisk walking is considered moderate activity. So let's assume that 10,000 steps would come from brisk walking in this case. So this, so for walking, this would be amount to roughly between 2,000 to 4,300 steps roughly per day. So that's less than half the amount of 10,000 steps. So even if you're meeting the guidelines, you're not hitting those step counts. So then you go, okay, so how viable is that? You have to hit 10,000 steps to be healthy, to lose weight, that sort of stuff. Now, keep in mind, this undervalues the importance of resistance exercise for health and even weight loss because a combination, and this the research supports this, a combination of diet and resistance exercise has been shown to be very effective in maintaining health, initiating some weight loss while maintaining muscle, which is very key. So you cannot undervalue the importance of resistance exercise. So you can't just go, yeah, steps, and then just not consider the other avenues of exercise. You've got to consider the broader terms as well. So diet with resistance exercise and potentially you know, some cardio in there as well for health and longevity is going to be a, a good kind of balance for you if you can do that, of course. Because at the end of the day, I always say this to clients, I say any exercise is better than no exercise. Okay, so any exercise is better than no exercise. So as long as you're not sitting around uh, you know, all day and doing nothing unless obviously you've got an injury or something like that that's, that's causing this, then you're, you're doing better than nothing, which, which is a key here. But the combination is key when it comes to what you should be doing. You, know, you shouldn't just be, oh, should I be just doing step counts? Oh, should I just be doing weights? Oh, should I just be doing this, like diet? No, a combination is going to be important as well. And in the short, like in short, basically, to kind of condense it all from what those points I just made, the 10,000 steps kind of thing strategy is not necessary for good health and weight loss, okay? It's just not necessary. Now, if you want to do 10,000 steps and you can logistically do it and physically do it, awesome. You know, go ahead, walk more. There's nothing wrong with walking. Walking is honestly one of the underrated forms of exercise. I'll, I'll be upfront and say that, that walking is an underrated form of exercise. But should you be kind of holding your hat on to the fact that you have to do 10,000, otherwise you are not doing enough? Probably not, because as you can see, when even when you compare it to the guidelines, and that's not even considering 
the factor resistance exercise, a session, like a 45 to 60 minute session, roughly, they say roughly burns the same amount of calories as a as a session of, of walking of those kind of steps, the 2,000 to 4,000. You can see that already, you know, just doing some resistance exercise is going to be beneficial for you. But just considering the steps in themselves, when you compare it to the guidelines, even if you were to meet the guidelines, you wouldn't be hitting the steps. So is it necessary? Nah, probably not. You probably, you know, you can walk as much as you want if you want to, of course, and if you enjoy it. And, and it's not a bad strategy, okay? Please, please do not think that I'm saying it's a bad strategy. It's just that it's not universally viable. It's technically not based on science, the 10,000 steps. And that cutoff does not need to be reached for you to be healthy. It does not need to be reached for you to lose weight and be successful in whatever goal you're trying to achieve. That's all kind of I'm trying to say. You're not basically you're not kind of going to be, you're not going to have bad health if you're not, you know, walking 10,000 steps a day, okay? You're not going to be unhealthy just because you're not walking how much a predominant company said back in the day and that we've used as kind of gospel since then. So I hope that kind of clarifies that because, yeah, 10,000 steps is one of those things that I've had a lot of clients over the years that come to me and say, yeah, I'm trying to hit the 10,000 steps. And a lot of them physically are fine to do so. And if they want to do so, there is nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is that do you have to kind of really force yourself and, and feel bad about yourself because you didn't hit 10,000 steps thinking you're not going to be healthy or that you're not going to get the weight loss results? No, there are other ways to get exercise in. And if you actually look at the guidelines, the physical activity guidelines, there's, you know, there's a lot of room to move there compared to the 10,000 steps. 10,000 steps is actually quite a decent amount of steps when you actually, when you actually break it down in terms of how much walking that is, which is about 8,000 kilometers, roughly speaking or 5,000 miles if you're in the United States, then you kind of realize quickly, yeah, I could probably do something different. And do not undervalue, I'll remind you again, do not undervalue the importance of resistance exercise. It's very key. So if you can see like an exercise physiologist, physio, or whoever can help you with that to get your plan in place, awesome, because exercise is key. And I guess I want to end this by also saying that exercise should not be seen as something I'm going to do just to lose weight. No. No, exercise should be done for health, longevity, functionality, you know, clearing the mind. So for mental health as well, help you sleep, help keep you regular, technically, okay? It's regular in terms of bowels. And of course, yes, if you want to use it as, you know, as a tool also to help you with weight loss, awesome. But exclusively as a weight loss tool, I'm not a big fan of it because then you just what? You're running, you're running to, to, I guess, earn your calories i guess is the way to say because people, people say oh yeah if i ate this i gotta run this much because i gotta earn these calories or whatever it is no don't punish yourself in that way use exercise as a universal tool to become the best possible you that you can be but yeah to wrap this up is ten thousand steps a viable strategy well it's not an unviable strategy but is it a necessary strategy not necessarily okay it's not technically rooted in science there are other nuances to it and there are other ways you can achieve enough exercise to live a healthy, functional, high-performing life. So I hope that clarifies that. Nothing wrong with it. If you want to do 10,000 steps, that's good, you know, good on you. Go ahead. But you don't necessarily need it to become the healthier person you want to be. And it's not needed for weight loss, of course, because there are other forms of, of exercise that actually can be more beneficial, aka, to answer the question, what's more beneficial? Research suggests a tailored diet with a resistance exercise and some cardio for an in, a combination of that is going to be the best thing for you. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. If you've got any questions regarding this, please let me know. Email me at alexa at theclimbedietitian.com.au. It, it is in the show notes below. Otherwise, 
of course, you can just find me on Instagram at The Climbing Dietitian and send me a DM. Okay, just slide into my DM, say you listen to this podcast, ask your question, and we go from there. Of course, if you want me to help you with any of this, if you want me to personally, not, not specifically exercise things, of course, but if you want me to help you as a sports dietitian with your nutrition, reach out, we can have a chat. I've got a 90-day program that's perfectly designed for athletes who want to start elevating their nutrition using a flexible approach. So if that's you, if you're curious about that, want more information, send me an email or reach out in some way. We'll have a chat, see if it's the right fit, get you started. Until next time, hope you have a good one. See you later. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.